going, fammy foe? This is Josh and my boy. Logan, what's happening, y'all? And we come into you from the JR Hella over the Zoom, drinking liquid death. I got Zoa. Drinking Zoa. So, what's today we talking about? Today is the importance and difference of home inspections and appraisals. What they are, why they're beneficial, why they are necessary and or not necessary, and just, uh, you know, kind of the overview of those two items. Logan, I never need an inspection or an appraisal. You never need it. Correct. You never need an inspection, but it's definitely highly recommended, especially for first time home buyers or, you know, guys or gals who don't know what they're doing when it comes to homes. Yeah. It's probably good to know what you're buying or if there's any issues with it before you do such a large purchase. Correct. Yeah. Probably the largest purchase of any person's ever in existence unless you are a business owner it's the largest financial decision you'll make what if you buy a yacht well if you're buying a yacht i would assume you're a business owner good point you know not not typical that the uh average w-2 employee not that there's anything wrong with being a w-2 employee but the only i can think of like doctors and lawyers and that's about it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're probably they're still not buying yachts though. Doctors and lawyers, you got to be like pretty balling. I mean, it depends on the yacht, right? But yeah, 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 and it also depends on the financial strategy that they have in place. You know, if they're buying other real estate assets and things along those lines, being some sort of entrepreneur or investor in that regard. So, um, so what is an inspection? What like why should somebody get one? What is it? Well, I know my boy, uh, shout out uh, Merkwood Inspections, Zach D'Augustine. Um, he's a local guy here in Lancaster County. He services PA, Delaware, and Maryland, I believe. Um, you know, covers a lot of grounds. Really very highly customer service friendly. Um, and getting back to your question, what is a home inspection? Basically an overview of the home from top to bottom. You know, roof to mechanicals. Those are the big ones. Like even cosmetic stuff and like, oh, hey, it looks like there was some water damage here before and all that good stuff. So basically what a home inspector is going to do is find all of the problems. Um, every inspection that I get is about 70 pages long and they are very detailed. And the way that Zach does it and most inspectors do is kind of like a green, yellow, red of, hey, green, you're A-OK, all good to go. Maybe a brand new AC unit. Everything looks great. Um, yellow maybe like a water heater that's eight to 10 years old. It's like, Hey, it's operating. It's functional. There's no leaking. Everything is a okay with it, but definitely keep an eye on it because before you know it, you know, it's at the back end of its lifespan going to need to replace that sooner than later, which is going to cost you, you know, 12, 1200 bucks or something like that. And then, um, the, uh, you know, red is like, actually the example I used to buyers all the time that, you know, it gets flagged for red is smoke detectors. You know, if you don't have smoke detectors in a, in bedrooms, that's a right. That's huge. That's not allowed. You need to have a smoke detector in your room, and uh, that'll come up on appraisals then as well. Uh, we'll get into what appraisals is as well. But a smoke detector is a five ten dollar fix. You know, it's something small, but it's still flagged as like major issue needs you know attention right away. Yeah. 
So their, their job is just to find what's wrong with the property. Keep in mind, they're not foolproof. Everybody makes mistakes and nobody has a crystal ball. They might check out your roof. Everything looks good. And then you get some aggressive wind the week after you buy it. And, you know, you might be able to file an insurance claim and get the roof covered by insurance. But, you know, you, you also might need to replace the roof yourself, depending upon what happens with your insurance. And, you know, that's something that an inspector is not going to be able to foresee. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, um, you know, their, their job is to look at the factors that are currently going on with the property and tell you, like Logan said, basically everything that is wrong with it. And that's why a lot of times, if especially like first time home buyers, they get super like scared and worried when an inspection comes back because they see all this list of like a GFCI receptacle isn't in place, blah, blah, blah. blah and they're like, whoa, 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 look at all the stuff that's wrong with this property. When in reality, most of this stuff is super duper common and very, very easily fixed. Um, go ahead. Or it wasn't be fixed at all. Or it wasn't be fixed at all. Yeah. Right? Exactly. There, there are some things that, you know, not not necessarily a big deal, right? <laughs> and that's where and that's where, you know, any any experienced real estate agent, realtor is gonna be able to, to kind of tell you beforehand, before the inspection, hey, this is what to expect, right? You're gonna get a laundry list of things that aren't necessarily big deals. And so just be prepared for that and we'll go over everything, you know, that that's major. And then, you know, the other nice thing about the inspection and having an inspection contingency on a property, which is hard to do right now in today's market because you're going to get beat out from other offers, unfortunately, but the buyer's in control then as far as an inspection comes back, you can say, you know, Hey, we're not going to move forward with the deal unless A, B and C is fixed by the seller. Right. So you have some yeah. negotiating power there then too. A lot of leverage comes into play with an inspection contingency, as as is any contingency, right? Like any contingency that you put in your offer is going to give you more leverage as the buyer. Now, like Josh alluded to, unfortunately, not the market for it, not the market for leverage. Very difficult to get offers with any contingencies at this point. Um, you know, using myself as the example, I just lost one like yesterday. No contingencies at all. Not, not even a mortgage contingency. And when over 50 over list price still lost. So it's, it's a hot market. So on that real quick, um, I wanted to touch on, I saw in the news today on one of the articles I was reading that, um, the government is actually has a bill for Congress. They're calling it the like inventory something act to try and get more people to sell their properties. Um, and from what I was reading and I didn't deep dive into it, but there's a bill that's on Congress now to be voted on that gives incentives um, to sellers to sell their property in the form of tax reductions, I believe, okay. uh, on their equity. And then on the reverse of that, it makes it easier or makes no, makes it a non-taxable event for a charity to use USDA loans to purchase properties. Um, it was kind of weird and, you know, probably had to dive deep into that, but it's funny to see that the government is fully aware and knows that there's a major lack of inventory and they're trying to come up with creative ideas to get more inventory on the housing market. Yeah, I mean, that would be great. I wonder, obviously there needs to be rules and regs around the difference between primary and investor then too, well, because if they're gonna start giving tax cuts, I mean, the business that you and I are in, the investors are gonna go crazy buying everything that, I mean, they already are buying pretty much everything, but. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's what was interesting because on the on the bottom of the article, it said something along the lines of uh, allowing a charity to to use a USDA loan to buy property, which is quite bizarre because obviously a charity is not going to be a uh, a primary, 
You know, it's going to be for quote unquote investment purposes, even though it's charity. So it's non-profit. Yeah. So it's weird. I I don't know, but um, it's cool to see them at least trying to come up with ideas to, uh, to make housing inventory go up. So um, yeah. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, Josh, you're on the uh, mortgage side of things. Why don't you get into a little bit of what's an appraisal looking like? What's that for? When do you need it? Why do you need it? And who does it? So appraisals are to cover the bank's butt and to cover your butt. Um, They're a insurance measure that the money that they are loaning out to you in the form of a mortgage to pay the property has a true value on what the actual value of the property is. And the reason for that, obviously, is if you decide to stop making your mortgage payments, they are going to have to foreclose on you to get back the asset to recoup their investment, right? And so if your property is nowhere close to value as what they lend to you, they are now upside down on that note. And that's a problem. Um, Too many of those creates a subprime (laughs) meltdown, as we saw in 2008. And so an an appraisal, a true appraisal, and a real appraisal, and a good appraisal is there to save their butt, and again, save yours, because that's your equity in your home. You know, you don't want to be upside down on a property by 30 40%. That's a horrible financial place to be, right? Um, even if you are continuing to make your mortgage payments, you don't have to sell. I mean, that's just, that's not a smart move, right? So an appraisal, um, uh, just like, you know, doing comparables in real estate, an appraiser goes out to the property. Um, they're going to look at the property itself, almost close to an inspection, but nowhere in depth as far as mechanicals and all that stuff. They're going to do basically a CMA, which is a comparable market analysis to see what properties have sold in the area what they're, uh, how, how like, alike the two properties are. Um, and they're going to come up with a value of that property. Um, so, you know, typically within an agreement of sale, uh, there's going to be a, an appraisal contingency if you're getting a mortgage on the property, because, you know, obviously to get the loan, it needs to appraise at the value. Um, and so, yeah, that's an appraisal. I, have never heard of any lender that will lend without having an appraisal. Um, Even hard money for investors typically requires an appraisal. Um, You're more likely to get away without one, you know, if it's maybe, you know, a very, very small private lender that's in your neighborhood. Um, But if you go to any hard money, private, private lender, they're going to require an appraisal as well. Right. Um, And so, yeah, that's an appraisal. Um, and you know, even if, even if you are not getting a mortgage and you are purchasing a property in cash, I highly, highly, highly recommend even over an inspection, get an appraisal done. Um, because you may think, you know, you're, you're a seasoned, you know, uh, investor or whatever. Um, even, even if, even if the appraisal is not from an, even if the appraisal is not done from a certified appraiser as an investor, when you're flipping properties, what are you doing? You're basically coming up with an appraisal yourself, right? You're looking at comparables. You're doing the same thing. You're looking at comparables of the property after it's fixed up, after you've added value and saying, okay, this is what I believe the value is and that it will sell afterwards. So that's a form of a, of an appraisal. That That's basically what an appraisal is on, uh, on the simplest terms. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you're buying a property, 
Um, you know, you and I work with, a lot with buyers. Who's responsible for the home inspection and the appraisal? That's them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, what? Seven hundred for a real um, residential, right? Nine out of ten times, yes. Nine out of ten times, the the buyer is going to be responsible. Obviously, that is negotiable. Um, but everything's negotiable. The way even yeah. the sales agreements are written, you know, at least here in Pennsylvania, um, which it does vary state to state. As far I've seen a lot of weird things, especially with like um, taxes with uh, transfer tax in other states. The seller pays all of the transfer tax um, or the buyer pays all the transfer tax. Whereas in Pennsylvania, typically it's split one in one, 1% 1 to the seller, 1%, but it's different. And so it's negotiable, but typically, you know, that's a service that the buyer is going to pay for because obviously the buyer is the one who is ordering the inspection and yeah. the buyer is the one who is ordering the appraisal through the lender. And so, yeah, typically you got to pay for it. Those are expenses that you pay up front. They're not coming out of your your mortgage, you know, when you close. Typically, you're not escrowing them. You're paying for them up front at the time of service. Right. Um, but yeah, that that's typically how it goes. Buyer would pay, would pay for them. Yeah, and, re and so yeah, residential is typically around the seven hundred dollar mark. Five ninety five at some lenders, six ninety five at others. It's a, it's around that. Commercial goes a lot yeah. higher. Oh yeah, commercials thousands. Yeah, I had I had one that was like three grand on a commercial asset, um, and then yeah, on home inspections, home inspections vary in price also depending on who you use and where they're traveling to, but usually between three to five hundred dollars. Yeah. So I mean, not only do you already have your closing costs, but then you have another you know thousand dollars on top, you know twelve twelve thirteen hundred dollars on top just to uh, make sure the property's in sound condition and uh, you know at the value that you're borrowing. Nowadays in the market that we're in, you know, people are going way over what the list price is and then they're bringing cash to the closing to cover the difference. So they're going to be upside down $50,000 on their loan and the bank's like, hey, I'm only going to give you 300 grand. Well, I'll bring the extra 50 to settlement, which is why a lot of like first time home buyers and, you know, people who don't have a lot of equity and a lot of assets to be able to borrow against. I mean, they're just getting crushed out in the marketplace right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough landscape. And that's, you know, that's the issue a lot of times with inspections. And I would, I think almost even appraisals more is that, um, a bad appraisal can kill a deal very, very quickly, you know, especially if that borrower does not have the means to be able to come up with the difference if they need to, or if they're just unwilling to, you know, because who they don't want to. Well, yeah. who wants to pay more than what, you know, a certified appraiser is coming out and saying the value is on the property. And that's the problem is that the market is so crazy that appraisers have to almost try and keep up. And so even though they can't come up with a justified amount on the value, it could be worth more than what they come up with, but they have to look at it subjectively. Right. And so you know, all they're trying to do is come up with the best value, um, at the end of the day so that the lender is protected. Yep. Yeah. 100%. But, um, but yeah, that's kind of the differences between, um, an appraisal and an inspection. I would say get them on 99% of all deals, especially if it's your principal residence and you're buying it to live in it. Um, and, uh, yeah. Anything else you want to add? Look, 
Um, yeah, I mean, there's a couple different types of inspections. The one that I push heavily is just the standard home inspection, but obviously you can check out and see if there's radon, um, you know, termites, you can go as far as getting like a survey done, like the, you know, to see what your property lines are. Um, you know, if it's a area around, um, you know, water, you're probably going to need flood insurance. Typically you don't need an inspection for that because the prior owner already had to carry flood insurance. So then, you know, it's rolled right over. Um, so, I mean, there's a variety of different types of inspections that you can get done on the property, but the one that we're talking about and really pushing and gearing buyers towards is going to be the standard home inspection, just because that's going to cover top to bottom, everything that you need to know. That's that 70 page report. You know, a termite inspection is going to be a one pager, you know, a survey one pager, you know, you're, you're going to, it's very cut and dry. It's not going to be, uh, you know, the 70 page real in-depth checking everything out. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So yeah, definitely, obviously make sure you cover your bases on, on that, um, just standardized home inspection that covers majority of the stuff. And then, yeah, there could be areas that a certain property calls for a different type of inspection. Right. Yep. Yeah. And second to that, I just thought of another point, look into and ask your, your professional about a home warranty. If you're in the market to buy, I mean, Home warranties are great, especially for first-time home buyers. You know, they're cheap. Bucks. Yeah, they're very, yeah. very cheap. Yeah, I mean, you can spend four or five hundred bucks for the whole year and have all your major, you know, bases covered. You know, your water heater, your HVAC, all that good stuff can be covered. You can even get ones that cover your like refrigerator and appliances. You know, it, and obviously those are more expensive. The more stuff you add, the more expensive it gets. But I mean, if you want that peace of mind and you know someone's going to cover you, then you know, check check into those as well. Yep. Yeah. Good. Good advice. Awesome. Well, I'm good, Josh. I, uh, I'm glad you had me. Yeah, absolutely. Cool guys. Well, appreciate you guys watching. And, uh, if you got value, please like comment and subscribe so you can be notified when, uh, we come up with more content. And if there's anything you would like us to cover, leave it in the comments down below and appreciate everybody for watching. See you guys. See ya.